Hilltop Homes presents Moments of Inspiration, a multi-denominational collaboration for words of peace, guidance, and faith during these challenging times. Moments of Inspiration, brought to you by Hilltop Homes. From renovation to full construction, Hilltop Homes provides superior customer satisfaction by maintaining high standards of honesty, integrity, and service. Hilltop Homes, call Dave Dunlop, 845-807-7555, 807-7555. Moments of inspiration on Thunder 102 and 104.5. Good morning, and thank you for joining us for Moments of Inspiration. This is Pastor Seth with Restoration Church, and I'm honored to introduce to you Mother Diana of St. John's Episcopal Church, as she will be sharing a message of hope and peace on this fifth Sunday of Lent. We once again want to say thank you to Hilltop Homes for making these moments of inspiration possible. We pray that this message will bring you hope and peace for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in. Good morning. I'm so glad you are here with us today. I hope you are all well and staying safe in your homes. Today, the Episcopal Church and many other churches are celebrating the fifth Sunday of Lent. Lent is a season of the church year in which we prepare ourselves for the great mystery of Easter. This is a time of self-examination and repentance, a time for prayers and reading God's holy word and meditating on the good news. Let us pray. Almighty God, you alone can bring into order the unruly wills and affections of sinners. Grant your people grace to love what you command and to desire what you promise, so that among the swift and varied changes of the world, our hearts will be fixed where true joy is found with you. Today's Gospel reading for this Sunday is from the Gospel of John and is from chapter 11. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two days away, two miles away. <clears throat> and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother Lazarus. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, the teacher is here and calling for you. When she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. 
The Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the friends who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the friends of Lazarus said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept him from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take the stone away. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, his face wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the people, therefore, who had come with Mary and seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. In our Gospel reading today, Jesus had already been in Jerusalem very recently and teaching in the temple before this time. And while he was in the temple, they were very upset by what he was saying, and they had wanted to stone him. So Jesus and his disciples moved to a place on the other side of the Jordan, near the place that John the Baptist had lived and preached. And word comes to Jesus that his friend Lazarus is sick. The brother of Mary and Martha, his good friends. For some reason, Jesus decides to delay going to see Lazarus for two days, and then says to his disciples, Let's go to Judea again. Well, the disciples are very upset. We're going back there where they want to stone you? Just two miles away from Jerusalem? Back towards danger and sorrow and grief? Most of us try to avoid danger and sorrow as much as we possibly can. Yet I'm sure that your life, just as my life, has been filled with a lot of danger and sorrow and fear just as it has been filled with love and compassion and grace. I wonder, do you feel a little bit like Lazarus in his tomb, being stuck in your house? Are you longing for the stone to be rolled away, or are you content in your home with books and games and family? I wonder, 
Are you like Martha and Mary, asking where God is in all this mess, in all this death, in all this fear? Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. How many times have we asked the same question, made the same statement to God, Lord, if you had only been here, my child would not have gotten cancer and died. Lord, if you had only been here, my ability to pay my bills would not have died. Lord, if you had only been here, my marriage would not have failed and died. Lord, if you had only been here, my sobriety would not have died. My faith would not have died. How we wish God would just fix things and make them right. But God does not dismiss our pain and our sufferings. Jesus doesn't save us from the cross he asks us to pick up. He doesn't even save himself from the cross or the pain and suffering that led up to his crucifixion. He doesn't do the easy thing of keeping bad things from happening. He does the hard thing, the creative thing, the God thing. He reverses destruction and brings creation. He brings new life. The path to a resurrected life is straight through the pain of the cross. By raising Lazarus, Jesus gives us the gift of showing us there is life on the other side of death. And I don't think that's just our mortal death, but it's our spiritual and our mental and our psychological death as well. When Jesus raises Lazarus, he says, unbind him. I don't know what binds you. A lot of things are binding us all in these different times. Anger, fear, hopelessness. Maybe it's drugs or alcohol that bind you, or debt, or loneliness. The bindings of our world seem impossible to untangle. Yet the word of God calls to you and calls to me to cast off the things that bind us, to step out of the ways of death and into new life with Jesus. I wonder what that might look like as we all struggle with the changes in our lives. As some of us worry and fret how we might, I wonder how we might take this time to, to make new life-giving habits in our daily lives. Life-giving habits to help reverse the destructive habits of falling into fear and helplessness. My friend Ron has some wonderful suggestions. He has these posted in his house, and I've followed his example. Let us ask these questions of ourselves every day. What am I grateful for today? Who am I checking in with or communicating with? Have you called your friend? Have you called your mother? Maybe drop a note or a postcard. You know, the one that's been sitting in your drawer forever. What expectations of normal am I letting go of today? How am I getting outside today? How am I moving my body today? What beauty am I creating, cultivating, 
or inviting in today. I would also like to add, maybe we could say a simple prayer. Jesus be with me, turn my fear into peace. Or many of you know the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus, unbind us and give us your peace. Amen. And now I'd like to say prayers for the world. And if you can join me, the response is, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the peoples of this land and of all nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that they may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, O God, for this day and for the opportunities for grace that it contains. Keep us from missing our opportunities to be kind. Make us sensitive to the needs of others and banish fear from our souls. In these times of uncertainty, let us lean upon you for support, for courage, and for faith. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Finally, I'd like to finish with one of my favorite prayers, the prayer attributed to St. Francis. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. 
For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you again for joining in with us today. If you have any questions, comments, prayer requests, would like to know more about St. John's Episcopal Church, you can learn more about us and our ministry at stjohnsmonticello.org or visit us on our Facebook page. If you are in need of food, our food pantry is making home deliveries. You can call the church or you can call the home and office of Mother Diana. 845-887-3201. We also want to say thank you to the Restoration Church. You can visit them at rechurch.tv. That's rechurch, rechurch.tv. As a faith community, we're coming together for these inspirational and uplifting messages during this time when houses of worship are closed. Thanks again to Hilltop Homes, to Dave and Corinne for making this message of hope possible. God bless you and have a great week. Thank you for listening to Moments of Inspiration brought to you by Hilltop Homes. From renovation to full construction, Hilltop Homes provides superior customer satisfaction by maintaining high standards of honesty, integrity, and service. Call Dave Dunlop at 845-807-7555. 807-7555. You can listen to Moments of Inspiration again by clicking on the podcast button at thunder102.com. Join us next Sunday morning at 8 for another edition of Moments of Inspiration on Thunder 102 and 104.5.